0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hey
1: there, David Bennett.
0: Good morning, Brian. How are we going?
1: It's good to have you on, and uh, I'm going fairly well <laughs> for this early hour of the morning on Monday. But there we go. How's <laughs> yourself? So- yeah,
0: no, a bit of an early start. Yeah.
1: How's <laughs> yourself? All right.
0: Yeah, no, everything is good. Uh, it's good in New Zealand's back into some kind of normality
1: this week. Yes, indeed. Uh, um, people of Auckland will be very happy to be back. To work. I'm sure of it. Actually, I've, uh, this up and down, up and down, up and down has had a very bad effect on a lot of businesses.
0: Yeah, I think that um, that initial cluster they probably came out of it a bit early,
1: mm. and then
0: um, got scared when they saw what was happening last weekend and thought they had to go back into long lockdown. Yep, And, um, you know, potentially we've gone into too much of a lockdown, but, um, you know, I think that the public, uh, especially in Auckland anyway, um, will be getting a bit uh, fragile around lockdowns from now on.
1: Uh, they'll <laughs> be sort of
0: wanting to make sure that everything's done possible before they go into a lockdown.
1: Yes, it's a pity that some people just don't take the responsibility because I think the lockdown was re- re- that result of uh, some people not taking it seriously.
0: Yeah, and it's always going to be human error and human, you know, not just even error, but human yep. stupidity, you know. Yep. Um, that, that's part of it. But also some of the mixed messaging, like over the last week, uh, we've had a number of emails from people in Hamilton that have had tests in the... The bold part of the test is to um stay at home, and then the next line says, "Oh, so don't feel if you feel like you want to go out, you can you know yeah. sort of thing so um just the Ministry of health messaging isn't quite right because the, re- the reason people go for a test is they don't feel so well but, yep. you know in, in many cases so um of course that you know the, they need to have consistent messaging so uh we need to be careful around that and i'm sure that they would have taken some learnings out the last week around messaging yeah um but you know it just shows how fragile things can be if we come in and out of lockdown
1: yeah it was not only affecting businesses of course it's uh, affecting education with the up and down up and down not knowing where they are um hopefully it'll settle down
0: (laughs) yeah well in, in hamilton the rest of the country we probably don't feel it as much you know like um was pretty much life as normal last week you know the only thing really that changes is a lot of public events or things over 100 people at one place stop and you know that's not the end of the world when that happens but um, you know if you can't go to school or you have to work from home and some people can't work at all from home um, you know that does really have a major impact so uh, you know the rest of the country is sort of dribbling along not mm. knowing much about it and not really um, thinking about it as much, but Auckland definitely shut down is, um, is a big problem for them.
1: Hmm. Now the bubble with Australia, why can't we have one? It's, uh, we seem to uh, have it on and off in bits and pieces. Why don't we have a bubble with Australia and then we can move a bit more freely?
0: Well, I just don't think it's ready for it. Like, um, okay. you know, like if you have a case at the airport like last night, You know um, we're not COVID free as a country you know last two weeks we've had Mm. two lockdowns. Um, Sydney and Melbourne have similar sort of effects and they are probably where you'd have the the opening with um, you know if you really take it from a purely New Zealand point of view want people Mm. to spend money on domestic tourism not going over there. Sure. Um, And you know from a business perspective I think people have over that side of it, mm-hmm. um, and from a family connection perspective, if they really want to, people can go there and isolate on the way home. Sure. So, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure that's a great priority at the moment. Okay. Uh, you know, I think that it would be better if we controlled our own borders, um, controlled our own domestic economy, mm-hmm. and um, got that right first.
1: Fair enough, too. Another big problem, of course, is the housing problem it has uh, been going on for years, of course, but the cost I found out the other day or in the newspaper, 700000 is the sort of mean average for Hamilton now. That seems a considerable amount of money.
0: Yeah. Um, we hit the University of Waikato, had an economic summit last week, which was really interesting just to to see the, the commentator's view on where things are going Yep, and um, you know one of the take home points of that is that whatever goes up sort of comes down at <laughs> some point point. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know if, if you talk to people in the sector and that they sort of say oh no it won't go down it'll, it'll level out and yep. you know the market demand will cover it and things like that but um, I'm not so sure I think that there's yeah, it comes to the point where you've got to look at the economic fundamentals. Yes. And although we are a lucky country at the bottom of the world, we don't have COVID. Mm. And, um, you yeah, know, we've had people coming home over um, the last year. You know, our, our economic fundamentals aren't great. Right. Um, we need to compare them, say, Australia and, and America and, and Britain and that. Mm. Um, and and that's because we've got a very left-wing government that's... that's um constraining our economy, and and what I think will happen is probably, you know, just say the world does get to a COVID manageable status, not a COVID-free status, but yeah, the manageable, yeah. and yep. and the economy start picking up again, um, and especially the Australian economy. I think you'll see a lot of people leave that have come back, from, maybe come back from the UK and Europe, right. be able to leave to go to Australia for that just that extra fifty or hundred thousand dollars of income, um, and that. That lifestyle, so then you're actually going to have a drain on the demand side of it. People that have the cash to actually go out there and spend that kind of money. Yep. And um, and with a constrained economy here, which is very much a benefit, you know, government orientated economy that this this government's involved in, uh, you know, you're not going to have the the economic growth that in the real industries that enable people to um, earn the incomes to pay for those houses. So. Yeah, I, I would be cautious at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not for us as politicians to, to give any advice. And, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, just, I, I think that fundamental population surge you've seen of New Zealanders coming home could easily go the other way at a year or so's time.
1: Fair enough, too. Now, is Parliament sitting this week?
0: Yes, it is. Yes. So, um,
1: What's among uh, some of the main things likely come up?
0: Um, well, it'll be covid related because yes. of the shutdown and effect that's had, um, whether the tracing systems are there whether the testing systems are there um, yeah and whether the right judgments have been made by um, uh, the ministers yep. that, that'll be up for scrutiny e this
1: week, so keep everybody on their toes anyway and um, that so you're, uh, you're going down there tomorrow, and I uh, hope you everything goes well. anything else you'd like to touch on David while I've got you
0: well, I think the um you know the resilience of the Waikato economy you know you see dairy prices been good over the last week and
1: you know
0: there's good news there and um you know a lot of the time we forget about how strong and a base that is for our our economy um not only for the smaller towns like Cambridge and and but also you know the, the people working in the the city if you took Fonterra out you took out all the engineering companies that work for Frontier based industries. And if you took out all the service mm. ones, you know, from insurance companies to banks and all that, um, you know, the, the dairy and the wider agricultural sector, um, are very integral to the Waikato like, and especially the Hamilton economy. Yes. And, uh, you know, they've done well in COVID, whereas you know, other industries, like if we were in the West coast, you know, and we were a tourist based town, um, you know, we're in Rotorua, which is tourist based, you know, mm-hmm. you can, you can see how those sort of areas really do struggle. Yeah. Um, whereas with the resilience of the, the primary industries around Hamilton, it's meant Hamilton's actually been able to function and actually continue to grow and prosper. Mm-hmm. And often we forget about that and, and think that, um, that's not the case. Uh, when I think if you look back over the last year and especially last week, um, uh, the resilience of that farming sector, has meant that the city hasn't felt the impacts of any decline that you wouldn't say uh, a city that's based around tourism um, or services as such. So, uh, you know, I think Waikato and Hamilton people need to be very thankful for mm. the, the region we live in and the products we produce.
1: Absolutely. And, of course, we're free of any uh, tsunamis as well. By Gosh, that was a bit of a shake-up for yeah. people on the yeah,
0: coast. Yeah, so, um, we don't have that risk. Um, but um, yeah I think we've just got to be mindful of you know where the dollars actually come that pay for a lot of the the jobs that run the city you know. For more episodes use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.